Welcome to The New Beyond, a podcast that invites listeners to learn how to not only think outside the box, but learn how to live outside it, out in what I call the new beyond. What's that, you ask? Well, first, let me tell you what it's not. It's not the new normal, nor is it the new abnormal. The new beyond is a place in consciousness that lies beyond ideas of normal and abnormal. It's a place where the new comfort zone has much more to do with your willingness to play big and be uncomfortable while you're learning how to navigate this brave new world. Hello, I'm Dr. Judith Rich, an octogenarian, coach, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Box. I've spent the last 46 years in the field of transformation, coaching people all over the world how to identify and break through old patterns and limiting beliefs that have kept them stuck and challenged to move their lives in the direction of what matters most. In this podcast, I'll be your guide. And from time to time, we'll hear from some interesting people in the field of transformation and others who by example, are courageously tearing down old walls, reinventing themselves and building their lives in the new beyond. Join me as we begin an adventure in going beyond where you think you can go. Let's dive in. This episode was recorded shortly after the Supreme Court handed down a decision ending Roe v. Wade. Given the amount of disruption and chaos that has been unleashed in the aftermath, the question is, how do we navigate this time? Where do we look for leadership? And what kind of leadership is needed now? How do we be with one another, given the degree of polarization taking place between us? Who are we being called to be as leaders in the new beyond? And what are our tasks in order to bring about a consciousness of unity, healing, and connection? Join me in this first episode in what will be a series of conversations about leadership in the new beyond, wherein I'll be interviewing professionals in the field of organizational development, conflict resolution, team building, building trust, and transformational change. As we begin to unpack how to bridge the gap between polarized human beings. And let me add, we need your voices in this conversation. Yes, your voices. I invite your participation and shared points of view as we engage in this life-changing process taking place on the planet as we speak. I'll leave information in the show notes on how you can reach out and connect with us. And please do. We really want to hear from you. And now, on with the show. Okay, humanity. Time to circle up and have ourselves a little pep talk. So pull up a chair, take out your notebooks and pens, and turn to a clean sheet of paper and get comfortable. But not too comfortable because we have work to do. So let's start with acknowledging that it looks really dark and discouraging out there right now. 
And we probably need to admit that at times we're tempted to crawl back under the covers, do a Rip Van Winkle and take a nap for about a million years. Maybe a million years from now, human beings will have finally gotten their act together. So let me just say, as I record this episode, it is June 26. The Supreme Court just overturned Roe v. Wade two days ago. And so there is a lot of, there are a lot of very strong emotions, intense feelings present in the collective, the in the, in the field, in the quantum field, there is a disturbance in the field. Remember Yoda? There's a disturbance in the field. So it's looking really dark and discouraging out there right now. And I know a lot of people who are on the side of supporting women's reproductive rights are having a very hard time with what's happening right now. And it's, it's challenging and difficult to know how to be in this moment and to know how to move forward. And I am planning to bring someone on Uh, onto the podcast to do an episode about communicating across the gap, you know, bridging the gap with our communications and being able to be with people who have very different points of view than we do and just simply communicate, not to change anybody's mind, not to be right about our own point of view, but to attempt to establish connection because without connection, nothing can be healed. We are experiencing such a huge cleavage among ourselves, certainly in the United States. But what I wanna do in this episode is to provide some context for a a greater understanding and realization of what I think is going on in the collective. So much, much bigger, bigger picture than what we're experiencing in this exact moment in the US. So as for that nap, we all wanted to take for a million years and hope that human beings have finally gotten their act together. Well, guess what? We're already there. Okay. I know it doesn't feel or look much like it, but consider this. We're millions of years down the road from when we first stood upright and walked out of Africa. And if Cro-Magnon man, we're walking around in our midst right now, or maybe it's Neanderthal man, uh, whoever it was, Homo erectus. Even with all that's completely messed up about us, our ape ancestors would be, dare I say, gobsmacked 
by how far we've come. We have a long way to go, that's for sure. But from a Neanderthal perspective, we've already come a long, long way. So who cares, you say, that was then, this is now. What has humanity done for me lately? And yes, you'd be right. This is not a time for self-congratulation because although we have come a long way, oh boy, do we still have a long way to go? So if you're tempted to tune out because things aren't necessarily evolving the way you'd like to see them, and I know there are people who are, there are people who reach out to me, who, you know, who share with me, oh man, I can't take this. I am so disillusioned, I'm dropping out. Thanks, but no thanks. But I want to say, <laughs> hang tight, because you and I are the ones here who are, you know, present and connected as humanity on the planet right now. And we're the ones who are going to have this story evolve. Because we are nothing if not master storytellers, we humans. This particular ability is what distinguishes us from our ape ancestors. So isn't it about time we told a new story about who we are and where we're going? Isn't it about time we evolved this old story of divide and separate and align ourselves with a story that reflects our greater awareness of our true selves. You see, I think this is really who we're being called to be and what we're being called to do on the planet right now as we are in such thick, toxic stew of humanity. What is missing is the kind of leadership that would bring us together for we are so polarized. And I'm not just talking about the US. I mean, we can look all over the world and see how polarized we are between the haves and the have nots. And so who is it that can evolve this collective story if not those of us who are here on the planet right now? And I believe that in our clumsiness, yes, we're not exactly doing this in a tidy way, but we are transforming the old story. And although we can't see it right now in the moment, I believe that humanity is about to take a leap and it ultimately is going to get better but it's not going to feel like it for a long time. Because in the leaping process, which in fact we're already in, things fall apart, which in fact they're already doing. And when things fall apart, which they already are, it gets pretty ugly, <laughs> which it already has. And when it gets ugly, People get testy because everything looks and feels really bad. 
which it already does. And that's where we currently are in our story. Isn't it great so far? Are we having fun? So here's a little pop quiz for you all. If it took us millions of years to get to where we are now, which we just established is the bad and ugly part, how many more millions of years will it take us to get to the good part? And can we even get there from here? And can we get there sooner rather than later? Okay, that was probably more like a major essay exam question than a pop quiz, but now we're getting to the hard part. And this is the hard part, be not because it's inherently hard, but because it's going to require us to make a leap just to let this sink in. Are you ready? Okay, here it comes. The hard part. We're already there. See, I told you, you might not get it right away. So I'll say that again. We are already there. Now, here's the hard part. We don't yet know it. Not in consciousness. That's because not enough of us are awake in consciousness. So there's not yet a critical mass of human beings who are awake enough in consciousness to know that what we seek is already here. Who we want to be, what we want to create, what is possible is already here. Now, although not enough of us are awake yet, we haven't reached a critical mass, but we are making progress, even though it doesn't feel that way because we're living in the end time of the old paradigm and we're watching everything around us crumble. And that's not easy. And though we know the old game must die before a new game can be created, and we know that death is a necessary part of the transformation process, still, it's scary to be the ones left hanging in midair, looking for the next branch to grab onto. And that's where we are right now. See, our ape ancestors knew a few things we've forgotten, but might do well to recall about now. Marilyn Ferguson, who wrote The Aquarian Conspiracy, put it this way. She says, quote, we're like Linus when his blanket is in the dryer, unquote. But in our case, those mysterious dry, dryer thieves who disappear things right out from under our noses, they've actually eaten our old blanket and we're tasked, we're left with the task of weaving a new one while being in free fall. But fear not, we are up to the task. Now look. If we could make it from the cave to the moon, surely we can figure out how to weave our next vastly improved blanket. Or maybe it won't be a blanket at all. Maybe it'll be more like a high-tech spider web that is both strong and flexible with plenty of space for inclusion and growth. Or as Julia Cameron, author of The Artist Way put it, leap and the net will appear. Hmm. It's time for more of us to leap. 
So this is our job now. That is to wake up and stay awake and invite others to do the same. And keep on waking each other up until there are enough people on the planet to shift the asleep game to the awake game. <laughs> the awake game. You might think that's going to be like living in Disneyland, right? But the awake game will have its challenges too. We transform the old game when we decide to stop playing it. And a critical mass of us are still playing the old game. You know what I'm talking about? The old patriarchal, top-down, hierarchy game based on dominate and control, based on suppress and control. See, there's a critical mass of us still playing that old game enough to resist the forces of change. But that too is changing. That old game of division and separation is being quietly transformed by the increasing rapid development of technology that allows us to be connected to one another instantly and at all times. So yeah, the old story is being transformed slowly, slowly, ever so slowly. I know, not rapidly enough for some of us. I always hoped that I would live long enough to see the outcome. And now at age 80, I'm not sure we're going to move quickly enough for me to realize it. But I'll tell you this, I'll be rejoicing <laughs> wherever I am when it happens. You know, distance no longer dictates destiny. Technology has the power to be a force of evil as well as good. So who we become as the new humanity in the new beyond will have much to do with how we choose to deploy our technology as anything. We are still in the Neanderthal age when it comes to what is possible and what is yet to be in this domain. We shall see amazing things yet to be in our lifetimes. So the question is, who will we become in the new beyond as the new humanity? This is where you and I come in because you and I are the ones who are here now while things are falling apart. And before they've come back together in a way that elevates us to a new whole level. So there's nobody here but us chickens. And it's up to us to do the heavy lifting. So if humanity is going to be lifted up, guess who gets to do that job? We're the ones who signed up for it. It might be tempting to characterize you know, these words as some new age mumbo jumbo that has nothing to do with the real world. But here's the truth. We really are light beings. We really are made of star stuff. The rest of us have just forgotten. Waking up is remembering. That's it. Now, it's tricky business to accomplish a shift in consciousness at any level. Even though an entirely new and expanded way of, view, of viewing reality 
is only a synapse away. Think about that. An entirely new and expanded way of viewing reality is only a thought away. It's only a synapse away. It's the distance an electrical impulse makes between two cells. It turns out that the distance we've been traveling in consciousness for as long as humanity has existed is the distance from one synapse of our brain to the next. Yeah, I know it's tempting to conclude that we're further away from leaping than ever, that humanity is losing ground. And it's really easy to see or think or feel that our story is getting worse instead of getting better. And at the level of appearances, it looks like we might just have taken ourselves back to our Neanderthal days. For while the story that looks like humanity's demise is playing out in front of the curtain, there's another, there's a larger story at work here. It's not so obvious to the casual observer. For behind the curtain is the story of humanity's soul journey. And that story, I believe, is the root of what we're living out today and where we're going tomorrow. We are unfolding the story of the new beyond and the new humanity right here and right now. Will it take millions of more years to unfold? Or have we come far enough to see that the possibility of that leap is only a synapse away? We're in that place in the transformation process, my friends, where our old ways of thinking based on a limited view and understanding of our nature are giving way to a more expansive understanding of who we are and of the of unmet potential that awaits our discovery. And at the same time, this evolutionary process is unfolding. These new possibilities are being met by a fierce resistance rising up from the old ways still deeply embedded in our collective consciousness. And a battle is taking place between the forces of change and the forces of stagnation. This is what's happening in the bigger picture, that there are two forces on the planet today. And this is not dependent upon where you live. This is a collective process that the old paradigm is shifting. The shift is hitting the fan. My friends, we are experiencing and are in the middle of a shift storm, a gigantic shift storm. And this is where we find ourselves as a species today on this so-called battlefield of consciousness. What it looks like at the collective level is exactly what's going on at the individual level. You and I are waging this exact same war within ourselves. That is the battle of our experience of duality, wherein we're being called to move in the direction of our higher consciousness and the experience of unity 
at the same time being pulled in the direction of our lower consciousness, which produces the experience of separation. So let me say that again. We're being pulled in one direction and called in another. We're being called to move in the direction of our higher consciousness and the experience of unity. And we're being pulled in the direction of our lower, denser consciousness, which produces the experience of separation. And in the scheme of things, it appears that the stronger the call is towards unity, the stronger the resistance is met. The aspect of self and humanity that has yet to be exposed to the light of conscious awareness. And so we are living in the time of a fierce conflict between these two forces. And it's important, I think, to keep this context in mind that we don't get sucked into the minutia. I know it's, it doesn't feel like minutia going on uh, on the mechanical plane, on the plane of appearances. It's, it's powerful. It's, it's important. It's potent. It's impactful. And people's lives are being upended as a result. So I don't mean to diminish it, but I do think for our sanity, it is important that we maintain awareness of the larger context. As you witness your own life unfolding and begin to sense a greater awareness of your own unmet potential, and as you open and expand, to embrace your own higher consciousness and live into that potential, you contribute to the evolution of humanity's soul. So this is your part. This is the part you're here to play now. This is why we are here on the planet in this moment of human history. We are here to evolve towards unity consciousness, towards healing, towards wholeness, towards the consciousness and the vibration of love. And as we do that, we contribute to the evolution of the collective. In that we're all connected. We can see that our collective choices create a ripple effect that reaches far beyond our personal lives. What would happen if each of us were aware of how our choices impact the whole of humanity? Would it change the way you live? If you knew that future generations would either suffer or rejoice because of the choices we're making today, would your choices be impacted by this knowledge? We each have a thread to weave in the tapestry of our collective human story. Your thread or mine may seem small and insignificant in the larger scheme of things, just as we appear to be small and insignificant in the cosmos. But absent the thread that we each bring, the tapestry is incomplete. At the same time that we are all one, we're each a unique facet of the whole, and there is no other thread exactly like yours. There is no other human who carries the soul story 
that you do. The story of the new beyond has taken us from living in caves to walking to the moon. But there is much more of this story to be told. For one day, we'll travel beyond our own tiny spot in the cosmos and begin yet a new adventure of discovery. We will reach beyond anything we can begin to imagine in 2022 and realize how small we are and how little we know. And just maybe, just maybe we'll be initiated into a greater community of cosmic beings who've been patiently awaiting our discovery of them. Do you really think we're out here in the universe all by ourselves? So I'll leave you to ponder that, my friends. And thank you so much for being here with me as we assemble here together every week to be in discovery, to be curious, to be creative, to be adventurous in our exploration of what is possible in the new beyond. I wish you well, my friends, on your journey. Thank you so much for being here and sharing this moment of our time together. Many blessings on your path. Till we meet next time. Godspeed. Part where I get to thank my producers, Justina Nielsen and Veronica Arbolita, without whom the idea of doing a podcast would most likely be gathering dust balls in my mind. And my thanks to all of you, dearest listeners, for you are the ones who make this an inspiring adventure for me. I hope it lands that way for you as well. And if it does, please let me know. I love hearing from you. I love hearing your thoughts about these episodes, what's opening up for you, and who and what you'd like to hear from and about in future episodes. Come find me on Facebook, visit my website, or send me an email. I'll leave the details in the show notes. My deep appreciation to every one of you who take the time to write a review, rate, or follow wherever you get your podcasts. I'll see you back here next time out in the new beyond. Many blessings.